This is the Following the Joy podcast, a place to talk about being the best version of yourself, following your heart, making the changes needed and having fun on this adventure we call life. So if that sounds like your sort of thing, then I invite you to stick around. I'm your host, Debbie Westwell, and this is Following the Joy. In this episode, I'm chatting to Pinky Chong, who is a physical therapist and has been for 30 years, but has built up a business on the side in fine luxury resale. So basically reselling your items. And she genuinely believes that anybody can sell anything that they've got in their closets at home. And all you need to do is just get started. She's super interesting and fascinating, and she loves helping and has helped lots of other women, especially mompreneurs, that's that's her word, um, to discover how to uh, basically make a profit- profitable venture from um, selling things that are no longer needed. She gives us practical insights and tips. We talk about um, the safety around online selling and buying um, and talk about like kind of the connection between making money, decluttering your closet, but also kind of decluttering your life energetically as well as physically and, and, and how we can manifest from that. So absolutely some classic tips in here. I hope you absolutely love this episode and let me know what you think. Hi, Pinky. How are you? Great, Debbie. How are you? Thank you for having me here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on my podcast and let's talk about all of the things to do with um, high luxury, like fashion and resale and just, well, just everything about you really. So, um, I'll go. I'll open up the floor. So, just introduce yourself to our to my listeners, please, if you don't mind, Pinky. Of course, yes. My name is Pinky Chong. I am a uh, I'm a physical therapist by trade, but whenever I started having uh, children, and that was a long time ago, I really wanted to be a stay at home mom. So, I constantly looked for ways to be with them, and stumbled upon reselling. I started selling stuff out of my closet uh, and then it just organically grew into uh, reselling and um, grew into the luxury reselling that I do now. I still do it um, so I can still keep learning uh, the resale space while I'm also consulting with mompreneurs and kind of grew into uh, the retail and resale business. So it's been a wild ride. Oh, it sounds like it's been a ride. Mumpreneurs. I love that. Right? Mumpreneurs. <laughs> what a great word. Um, all right. Okay. So, I mean, I'm super interested in all the, in the resale stuff, but let's kind of like start with the physical therapy because that's what you mentioned first. So how long have you been a physical therapist for? I um I was born and raised in the Philippines. We live in Texas now. So immediately after graduation, that was back in gosh, 1991. Uh, I told my parents I'll have a gap year before going to medical school, and came to Texas um, with my classmates in college. Uh, got hired in uh, in a hospital. We all worked together. And then um, along the way, met my now husband of 27 years. Oh, that's so cute. So, yeah, so uh, that's kind of how I ended up here in uh, in Texas from the Philippines. Um, obviously, I 
never went back home. <laughs> I mean, we still do to visit, but uh, med school was kind of uh, in the back burner and I don't, it, I'm too old now to go back. So, but you know, things unfold for a reason. We have a, a beautiful um, 19 year old daughter and a 23 year old son. So um, that's very, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, first of all, I love that from the Philippines. Como esta acá? Oh my god! No way. <laughs> Basically, I've just said, "How are you?" <laughs> yes, yes. So now I'm curious. How did you learn that? <laughs> so I worked on cruise ships for about eight years. Uh -huh. So a lot of the staff on cruise ships, like, were massively international, but was a huge population of Filipinas and. Yeah. You know, so I ended up like all I know is Mabute. I used to I used to know like a few other words, but I can't really remember them. But I always yes. find that if you at least if you know how are you and I'm good in most languages, it opens doors yes. for you. So absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do you know what? I just love people from the Philippines. You're just the nicest, happiest people on the planet. And you all sing. I know that's probably generalizing people from yes. the Philippines, but I just find it's very true with everybody. Yes, else. yes. Um, karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of one of our um, most cherished uh, get-together uh, kind yeah. of activities. Like you bring out your karaoke and start singing. <laughs> Do you know what? That's how you knew that you were being accepted into a group of people on the cruise ships. If you got invited to a party and as soon as you walked in, you got handed a karaoke mic, you were like, oh, I'm down yeah. with people like me. It's good. Right, right. <laughs> Funny Although you said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm. You. I'm sure you have a beautiful voice. I'm sure you do. Really yeah. So okay, right. Let's go back. So you moved. You went to Texas on a and a gap year, and I love that you met your husband and just stayed there. That's just like kismet, isn't it? I, I think that's that's amazing. Um, was it hard for you to adjust though to kind of living in Texas? I or... I think I was kind of blessed because. Two of my classmates in college, um, I followed them here, so I wasn't really alone. And like you, and like you said, um, Filipinos are just everywhere, almost, <laughs> especially in healthcare, and obviously now in cruise ship. From what I'm finding <laughs> from you, <laughs> um, so there, I had two uh, friends from college. They were all also physical therapists, and then um, back in those days, I was when there were a lot of healthcare professionals coming over. So I was surrounded by a lot of uh, nurses and other physical therapists who are also Filipinos. And that kind of made the transition a lot better because um, listening or listening to other, you know, nurses and therapists uh, experiences when they came here alone, it was, it was a bit of a struggle. Um, but um, I was just blessed that I was surrounded by other Filipinos. So that made the transition. Oh, that's wonderful. Twice. Yeah, it was meant to be. It was yeah. meant to be. Yeah, yeah. So how hard is it being a physical therapist? Is it a rewarding job? Or are there days where you're just like, oh, God, do this anymore? I, <laughs> I think just like, and, and again, I'm generalizing. I'm sure there's other people who love their job every day. <laughs> But, you know, um, 
just like any other job there's when when you get overwhelmed it's like oh my gosh why am I here but I think the biggest thing for me is you know whenever the patients say oh my gosh thank you so much or um, when you meet them even years after and they go remember when you know I couldn't even get out of bed and you helped me and now I just finished you know one of my patients actually I met years after and and he was like remember when when I couldn't even you know get out of bed and I just you know I just finished um my marathon he was a runner before he got sick um but he went back to running but it was to the point that he was intubated and was bed you know bedridden and he started really from from that point to actually going back to running. Oh, uh, so that so, gives you like a little kick of happiness then, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes. So, yeah. so most of the days that, you know, you, I felt burned out or overwhelmed with paperwork, it's like, okay, there's a lesson here. You're helping people and that kind of yeah. gives you a little bit of perspective. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the paperwork. <laughs> yes, yes, the paperwork. <laughs> you'd like give you that perspective yeah absolutely completely love that so you still do a little bit of physical therapy don't you but alongside your other business and I know that you're also massive about putting family first which I think is awesome because I know I think a couple of times when we were trying to like get a date for the interview like I'm just busy with my family and I was like I really respect you for the fact that you're like my family comes first and I'm dealing with everything else afterwards it's great so Right, let's kind of then move. So you said you you got pregnant. Was that with your your son then? And then you decided you wanted to be like a stay at home mom and needed yes. the, the money, yes. I guess, in order to be able to to do that. Right. So did, did you always have an interest in fashion? And so you had a ward a closet full of everything, or did you? Is it just something that you kind of like fallen into? I I'm fascinated. Those are like really great questions. I think I've always. <laughs> you know how you just do something naturally and then you never really think about why am I doing this thing so thank you for those questions I think looking back I've always you know like to shop (laughs) (laughs) like to shop and you know um, buy stuff that sometimes you don't really need (laughs) And I think a part of the the selling stuff of my out of my closet was brought about by trying to be responsible and at the same time trying to declutter because now I have a son and so a lot of those things uh, kind of brought me into it. And of course, even back then, um, even before I got married, I think I, I had this in my head like. When I have children, I want to stay home with them. Um, yeah. So I love was- it. I, I love the kind of the merging of like your passions, if that makes sense. So if you always love to shop, I mean, fair play. I'm probably the opposite to you. Don't really like shopping. I've um, got like a, a, a curvier figure, so I can never find <laughs> anything that fits me. And I'm super tall as well. So I can never find anything that fits me. So it's if it's a necessity, I'll go out and shop. It's not an enjoyable pastime for me. So I love it when people like find things and wear designer clothes and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, that's just not my destination in life. 
Well, I'm kind of the opposite of you. I'm I'm like short. I'm barely for a long time I thought I was five feet tall and come to find out I'm only four ten. <laughs> so everything is short for me. So oh. I think well, that's kind of my excuse for shopping. Like, oh, I need to keep looking for stuff because I can't find anything. So I just keep buying things. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And I love that you mentioned decluttering before as well, because I do a lot of like kind of manifesting abundance and um, things like that when I'm coaching. And one of the things that helps with manifesting is decluttering. And your closet is the best place to start because actually everything holds energy. So if you've got an outfit that you maybe wore with, I don't know, like not you, for example, because you've been married for a long time, but if you're worn on like dates that haven't worked out and you've probably left it in the back of your closet and now you no longer wear it, it's carrying the energy from those dates. And essentially, if it's there, get rid of it. So I love that you can probably help people do that and then they get money. And what you're doing is clearing out physical space, but you're clearing out energetic space as well. And then, you know, that just gives brings more space so that you can bring either more physical stuff or more fabulous abundance into your life energetically so I think that's awesome yeah so oh my gosh I love that you're saying that it kind of gives me shivers right now (laughs) (laughs) because I'm actually hoping that people will realize will realize what you just said yeah Um, I guess whenever I I teach people like resale I kind of show the you know the immediate need for maybe extra cash or extra space or whatever it is they that they need but what you just said is something that I'm hoping on the back end they'll find out so I'm I'm so glad that you said that because that's actually one of the things that you know it's like a gem that I want other people to realize Um, yeah course you know we have immediate needs of needing extra cash especially around this holiday but um it's almost like a a a deeper uh meaning to just reselling stuff just for the sake of decluttering and and finding extra cash is what you just said so this is so good this is so thank you for sharing that it's all right the two go hand in hand really well though don't because obviously anybody could probably do with that little bit of extra cash especially if you've maybe got children or you've got an event coming up like this time of year at Christmas or if you've got um I don't know there's always something isn't there's always birthdays there's always you know like events there's always children need extra clothes or to go to a camp or a sports event or something or vacations whatever it whatever it looks like so yes I love that you you help people now do you help with is it all only kind of like high-end luxury goods or is it a little bit of everything of closet clear out a little bit of everything um I think I've been you know doing this since 2010 so over a decade ago and you know you'll when you do it so long you'll find out that you can pretty much sell anything so yeah it doesn't really matter uh what you have in your closet you know it's just a matter of um taking photographs and doing doing the description correctly to where it's interesting to other people um so yeah you you can pretty much sell anything my my husband actually is so funny because he's like the opposite of what 
I used to try to teach my clients, but watching him, uh, I've learned a lot because he would literally just walk around the house, even outside of the house, because we do have some shoes that we leave outside of our door. Yeah. And I even have a picture of him because I'm like, okay, I need to capture this because I can use this to tell other people that you can literally do this even if you don't have an experience. Because he was literally just spreading some shoes on our pavement and taking <laughs> pictures outside. I love that. I love that you like you've got him into it. That's fabulous. <laughs> yes. And so while I'm very I'm on the opposite side of, you know, cleaning everything and and finding the perfect, perfect background for the perfect lighting. And here he is and he's selling stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I need to really, you know, share this with others. It doesn't have to be, you know, this picture perfect. You can literally just leave it on the ground and take photos. Yeah, I guess that's it though. And and it's like, if somebody wants it, somebody wants it. It's like one of those things, people either want it, they're looking for it or they're not. And and so, you know, that's it. So, do you have sites over there? So I'm UK based and I know that we have some um, like apps that we can download mm-hmm. on our phone. There's one called Vinted. I'm sure there's other ones. Um, I am like, not promoting it by any shape or form. I'm not affiliate. Um, but like, so like th- that you can sell through them. So do you have the same over there? Or do you mainly use like o- online platforms like, um, yes, I don't know, yes. like Facebook we, we, Marketplace Yeah, we do have online uh, platforms and like you are, I'm not an affiliate, so I'm not trying to promote, <laughs> but it's just something that I use. So we have something like Poshmark, which is kind of like Vinted okay. um, and eBay, of course, is more yeah. global. Um, and there's, you know, on Facebook, there's a Facebook Marketplace. And then there's also something called like Facebook Groups that are yeah. more private is specific to whatever you're selling so okay okay so I guess with the with the higher end luxury goods you probably have to target specific people as opposed to like everybody around the world so do you ship go- globally then do you find that you ship globally yes. or is yeah. it just yeah. Oh. yeah yeah so that's one yeah that's one thing that you um that you actually learn when you start selling stuff just you know, the smaller stuff from your closet and just practically around the house. Uh, you know, I usually tell people don't start with, you know, the high price one, just kind of learn how to ship uh, just so you learn the safety things to remember, you know, have tracking and Ooh. all those things. Oh, see, I love that. That's a golden nugget right there. Like start small. I'll yes. repeat that later to remind yeah. people. Start <laughs> small. So if you make a mistake, it, you know, it can just be, you know, your two, three dollar shirt that you yeah. never really wanted to wear anyway, instead of like a couple hundreds or even a couple couple of thousand dollar. Yeah. Item. So yeah. I yeah. guess that leads me perfectly into what I want to ask you next, because obviously, like when you're buying or selling something that is branded online, so say like, I don't know, a Chanel handbag, yeah. you know first of all if you were buying online how do you know that it's real and how how does the exchange work when we're talking thousands of pounds or sorry thousands of dollars (laughs) yeah or either way yes yes so there there are reputable uh resale platforms online 
And also there are individuals uh, like me who sell directly to customers. And I usually do it, uh, you know, through Facebook uh, groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the reason why I like those th- that platform um, is because there are people called uh, administrators uh, and moderators. And so everything is transparent and the members are protected and you post what you you're trying to sell on on the group so there's so many I literally like thousands of eyes on it so if there's something off then most members are really proactive and protecting others and they'll go oh um you know they'll report the listing to the admins or um you know, directly message the other member if they see that someone's interested. But those kind of uh, forums are, are well protected just because there's, uh, you know, it's very transparent. You have to list, you know, you have to list what you're li- what you're trying to um, sell in the group. So there's so many eyes on it. Um, all right. So okay. So if you like, do you think you could spot a fake? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, like, if you spotted a fake, like, on the pictures, you would, like, report it to the moderator or the, like, administrator or whatever, or, like, yes. you know, stop somebody selling it. That's yes. awesome. I like that. You're also, like, a, a like, luxury brand angel then, aren't you? Like, you know, yes. you're, you're helping people make safe yes. purchases. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the beauty about, you know, reselling, because you, you, you learn about, you know, how how scammers operate and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So there's there's just different, you know, different tricks on, on how to spot, like who's trying to scam someone or if something's fake or not. So. Wow. Okay. So you, you authenticate, don't you, for, for fine goods? Yes. Yes. So what does that involve? Do people send them to you first and you say yes or no? Or So, um, we can just do it through photos. There's some items that I would prefer uh, to see it in person. Um, but usually through photos, uh, you can authenticate products. Uh, there's there's certain landmarks that you, you know, you would ask the the person that who's trying to have it authenticated to send to you. So yeah, usually uh. through photos, like several photos. <laughs> so like a detective looking at <laughs> I mean, that's the good thing about technology nowadays, isn't it? You can do video, you can photo. And so it's easier to to know that you're not getting a fake because you can physically say to somebody, now I need you to vid- I need you to FaceTime me right now yes. and, and kind of video it and stuff. And then you okay. know it's not it's not like they're taking pictures of one off the internet and then they're selling a completely different one. Oh my one, gosh, so. look how good you are. Because yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like internet dating, right? You're supposed to check them out first, I guess. I guess that some people would probably prefer their Chanel handbag or their their Gucci shoes or whatever to their boyfriends and their partners anyway. So. <laughs> like, prove to me you're real. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, unfortunately, it's, it's, you know, there are people who are going to always try to scam other people. And so it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they'll, especially with, technology you know they'll like some of the groups that I'm in we do require members to take pictures of the handbag with their what we call name card so you know you can literally just take a piece of paper and just scribble your name just 
to prove that that is you and you own it, you have it in your hand. But, you know, we've had members who would Photoshop, you know, their their car, their names on yeah. other people's photos and stuff like that. So it's it's really unfortunate. So, so what advice, I mean, do you have any advice? I feel like this is maybe a leading question. Do you have any advice for somebody who maybe has bought a fake by accident or has been scammed? What what would you do in that situation? Oh, gosh. Um, one big advice I would tell anyone who's looking at buying something is always make sure that, you know, if it if you're buying through a platform, then buy through the platform so that you can always have their support. Because that's another um way of people scamming people you know they'll they'll say oh here's my not like say unvented or poshmark um they'll say oh i just really love this and here's my number and you know i can you know th they'll make ridiculous promise like you know i'll pay you extra if you know if you could just text me and i'll we'll just we'll just do yeah. our there um so always you know buy through uh, the platform and also if you're buying from individual you know use like again i'm i'm not an affiliate affiliate but uh, paypal has really good customer support so right, yeah not you know not anything um that doesn't have an invoice because paypal have does have yeah you know, the friends and family so always yeah. ask for invoice so you can you can be backed up just in case you end up you know buying a fake or something Brilliant. That's yeah. great. So don't leave the platforms and use a payment system as opposed to just bank transfer or something like that. Yes. That's yeah. brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So and have it authenticated, you know, because you can have yeah. it so authenticated but before you buy anything. So if someone's looking to buy like a, a luxury item, we're talking like multiple hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars, like up, upwards basically, upwards yeah. of like probably a couple of hundred right. dollars um how would you go about having it authenticated is the people in most of the most of the groups that would do that most of the groups would have like a recommended uh, authenticators and also you can just you know you can google search like authenticators for... and do you pay for that service or is that a free yeah. service that you pay for it yeah. so everybody message pinky if you <laughs> Do you need anything authenticating? <laughs> yes, message me. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, or, yeah, but I'm I'm pretty good about um, you know, if it's something that I can't like Hermes Birkins, and that's beyond my my uh, my uh, my my expertise. So I yeah. do have uh, other authenticators that I can recommend. Oh, okay, so you you were like you know some brands inside and out and then some brands you're just not familiar with and so yes, you refer yes, people yes. on to to other people oh that's an awesome way of working so what's your favorite brand yeah do what what's your favorite brand do you have one? um not that you're an affiliate <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not an affiliate. <laughs> I've, I've sold a lot of uh louis vuitton and gucci and Christian Louboutins so those are the brands uh, some of the brands I have a few other ones but um but I I prefer just like I do you know anything I, I 
I want to make sure that I am I'm the right fit. So those yeah. are the brands that I've been uh, exposed to uh, with reselling and having owned most of, you know, some of it, uh, a lot of it. Uh, so um, those are the ones that I, I prefer to authenticate. And then the ones that I'm not familiar with, um, then I just refer them out to other authenticators. So, And so are you always looking for a bargain online yourself? Oh, you yeah. can either keep for yourself or sell on, I guess. Do you do you do yes. you sell someone buy and sell straight away type of thing? Or do you yeah, buy and use well, for a bit? Yes, so that's the beauty of resale. So you're you're so wonderful, you're so great about asking all these questions because <laughs> I that's actually one of, one of the things that I wanted to share. The beauty about reselling is like think about every pretty much everything that you wear or use it's practically for free right because yeah. you know after you yeah after you wear you can always resell it and if you found it at a great price and you can even resell it for more so that's the mm-hmm. beauty of resale because now you not only will you wear stuff uh, for free you can actually wear them and sell them for a profit so it's a win-win <laughs> that's brilliant and also you're saving the planet because you know yes, it's, yes. it's re- yeah, reusing yeah. clothes nothing's going to landfill and they don't necessarily have to make more I'm sure the brands will make more and sell yeah. more but you know yeah. it's it's that kind of loved pre-owned stuff that I, yeah. I absolutely love I love anything that's like pre-owned because I just think yeah. if it's still got some life and it's been loved by somebody else I'm down for it because I'm saving yeah. the planet <laughs> yeah yeah like like why not yeah that's a, the big the big the bigger picture actually you know saving the planet um <laughs> one handbag one shoe at a time I think I'm one authenticating <laughs> angel at a time <laughs> yeah oh. and then saving the planet and making money I mean so have you got like a favorite item that you sold? Oh, two part question, actually. Have you got a favorite item that you've sold? And have you ever sold anything and then had sellers regret and gone, oh, no, I wish I hadn't sold that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I have so many. I, I can't even tell you. But yeah, it, it happens often. And so, yeah, the, then it snowballs into, oh, I need to look for that item again. And then it's, and then once you find it, then you go, okay, I'm, I'm ready to resell it. <laughs> Fair enough. So have you always got like a list going on that kind of you're looking for, if that makes sense? Yes. Um. So I'm, I'm unlike any other uh, coaches out there who has like this list of you gotta go find all these things to make money. I think the way I've navigated resale is really just finding stuff that I like myself. And then it makes, you know, it makes reselling, um, reselling yeah. it easier just because whenever you get to the technical part of it, of um, making the description, it's it just flows better. It's because it's something that I, I like in the yeah. first 
So it's easier. it's definitely easier to sell something that yeah. you're passionate yeah. about. I've yes. never succeeded in sales when I've not really liked the product that I'm selling. But if yes. I love the product that I'm selling, I can you know sell all day long. It's not a problem yes. at all. So. Yes. It's just and it, finding it's just, that happiness yeah, and joy. It's the same thing uh, with trying to find stuff that you want to sell. Uh, same same mindset. Just I just grab what you want and then it's easier to sell it. That's brilliant. What's the highest? Now, this might be a cheeky question, so you can't <laughs> tell me to get lost. What's the highest priced <laughs> item that you've ever sold? Um, 10K. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's completely out of my realm. I'm a little bit in my head like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure some people would just be like, oh, 10K, that's nothing. <laughs> but, you know, in resale, that's not even like a a big amount. I have friends who sells, um, who sell brick and bags for like 500K. So my little wow. 10K bag, it doesn't really yeah. matter to it. So does it become competitive online between resellers being like, oh, I did this, I did this, I did this? Or are you all kind of like a community of just want to support each other and hope everybody has fun type of thing? Just like in any other workplace, you'll always have those little, uh, <laughs> you know, drama. But overall, I think I've, I've been so blessed to be surrounded with um resellers who genuinely would support each other um most of them I've never met in person but they're like one of my closest friends oh, yeah that's really nice and there's a community that's built out of it because I think community yes. is super important yes and then obviously like you said you refer people and I'm sure people refer people to you when yeah. they don't yeah. have the expertise and stuff so yeah, I love a community have, like a, <laughs> yeah we we have a reseller um I'm a member of a few reseller for uh, groups and that's pretty much what you, what you do. You know, someone would post, Hey, my, I have a buyer and they're looking for this. And if any of you have it. And so that's kind of how the, the community works. So. Okay. Yeah. And and does it become addictive? Like, you know, when you get that first hit of adrenaline, like, woo, I've sold something. Do you then be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go and yes. find something else to sell. <laughs> This style walking around the house, it's like, oh, I can sell this and I can sell this. <laughs> You've suddenly got a very minimal house. <laughs> That's actually my goal. One of these years, I'll get to that point. Oh, I love that. I've genuinely got friends and her and her brother like have almost like a competition about who can like declutter the most basically and I think uh, I'm yes. sure she told me a story that a brother had even got rid of like his couch or his and he had like one chair one chair and that was it that's all he needed because <laughs> he lived on his own and then <laughs> just like, that's my extreme, goal but... yes <laughs> yeah Do you watch those hoarding programs and, uh, and they're like oh oh <laughs> my husband actually thinks I'm the weirdest person because he'll come in some well he'll come in most days and I'm watching you know crime stories or <laughs> you brought it up hoarding stories the hoarding show mm -hmm. and I and I was telling him I was like that's my motivation <laughs> so I can keep 
cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's I, pleasuring. It is yeah. a lot of yeah. it is. There's other things going on, isn't there? When people are hoarding, and I guess extreme anything extreme probably selling everything is probably (laughs) or getting rid of everything is probably you know something else going on but you know find I guess finding that happy medium and uh, selling selling what you don't use anymore so so I heard a trick and I don't know if you've heard this one and I might ask if you've got any tricks so I heard a trick to like start the year and you turn all of your coat hangers round the weird way so it doesn't hook over easily it's almost like in hooking backwards on itself and then as you wear it throughout the year you replace the hanger the right way that you would normally put it so by the end of the year or six months or whatever your period of time is if you you can see immediately which hangers that you've not moved around and so consequently you've not worn those clothes I don't know whether it's is that a good tip have you heard of that one yeah I've never heard it I like that tip oh there we go. Just, yeah, I can just see myself. I'll have like 10 hangers. <laughs> because we don't realize it, right? That we no. keep wearing the same thing. And there's actually a research. Um, I can't I can't tell you exactly what my source is, but I promise you <laughs> there's actually an article out there that we actually just wear a 20% of our whole closet. Wow. I guess that goes back to like, I don't know whether it was like what it was like for you growing up, but but for me, and I don't know where the story come from because I don't think it is my parents, but it's that, you know, oh, don't wear that, that's for best. Or, you know, don't wear that, that's for best. You'll wear those, you can wear those ones out. It's fine. I mean, in actual fact, like every day could be your last day. So just wear everything that's for best right. and enjoy it. And then like you said, sell it on, make the money back. Yeah get yeah. something new you and then constantly recycle I guess but yeah yeah do you have anything like that where where it was like keep it for best or is that just me and my upbringing? <laughs> yeah I think for my parents it was more um you know uh it was always just whenever we got anything new you you wore it for for mass for church first uh yeah bless it and then, yeah. So only on Sundays. <laughs> only on Sundays. <laughs> and then, and then the term and is then Sunday after best, that you can it? wear it. Yeah. And then after that, you can wear it anytime. But <laughs> brilliant. So, do you have any tips for our listeners then about like clearing out, deciding what to sell, where to start, that kind of thing? I like easy stuff. Um, I think one of the, a good starting point would be, like you said, just walk in your closet and kind of scope which ones you always wear and which ones you haven't worn in the last six months. And maybe start with just 10 items. Um, I get overwhelmed quite easily. So (laughs) yeah, to me, it's like, always start small and simple because if not I'll be like okay I'm not doing this (laughs) 
I love that. I don't think you're alone at getting overwhelmed, to be perfectly honest. I think a lot of people would probably feel the same. I love the fact that you said walk into your closet because that's a, a very, in my head, that's a very American thing. In the UK, we just have wardrobes where you just open the doors. There's, I'm sure some houses do have walk-in closets, yeah. but none of yeah. the ones I've ever lived in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just open your closet. Yes. Yeah. Or that. pull out, you know, pull out your drawer <laughs> and... Just pick 10 items that you haven't really worn the last six months and start from there. I mean, I bet if our listeners go into their drawers or their closets, wardrobes, whatever they've got now, you will probably find things in there that don't fit you anymore. And you have how many times have you been going, well, I'll keep that pair of jeans because I'm going to lose weight. But let's face it, it's been 10 years and you've never fitted back into them. So I know that sounds harsh, but do you know what? Make some money on them and sell them. Or right. I, how many how many times have you gone into something or somewhere and you've bought something? I do it all the time. I buy something on sale somewhere and oh, yeah. then I never wear it. It's still hanging in my closet yeah. with the tags on it. And there so you go. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are one of the best things to 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 resell actually, you know. You can, yeah. you can sell you can resell any items new or used. But of course, whenever they have tags, you you just increase your market for that. So Love it. You're such a good businesswoman. So, <laughs> okay, let's tell people how they can work with you. So, do you work one-to-one -one with people kind of at their homes or do you also do things online as well I usually just do um things online okay cool yeah just virtually so does that I, look like kind of like a zoom call or a video call and like you, they're talking they're taking you into the closet with them yes yes <laughs> yes um so we start from there and then you know eventually I want to get into like a membership so we can we can actually have like a, a group or a forum. I think it's is very motivating when you have like a community that can keep you uh, account accountable and motivated. Um, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So as I said before, I think communities are amazing, and I think that like it's good to have that supportive community, and especially if it's something that you love doing. Do you know what I mean? Like if you genuinely love your Louboutins or whatever it is that, you know, your, your, your Burberries, whatever it is that you absolutely like a love and adore and you're always like after the next one, whatever that is in life, you know, sometimes your family don't always understand, your friends don't always understand because they're not on the same yeah. wavelength yeah. as you, but finding that community of people who yeah. can infuse about the products with you yeah. or, you know, can swap, can share stories, yeah. can point you in the right direction of things, can recommend. Yeah. I think that's that sounds awesome. And it's always beyond just simply having the thing. You know, I've I've met so many people and, you know, we start talking about handbags and shoes and then it just eventually go into deeper conversations like family and life. And yeah. so it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it turns into we a proper support group. group. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Now, I've got a bit of a random one for you. So... A big thing that started over in the UK now, and again, I don't know whether you've got it over, overseas um, in the States, is keeping the designer clothes, but loaning them to people. I don't know if that's a, if that's a thing over. Yeah, there. that's actually, a, there's a big company here in the States. That's what they do. 
Yeah. Awesome. But that's actually a, a, a real business. Yeah. I love that. Because yeah. I just think if there is something in your, in your closet that yeah. you just think, I just really can't get rid of this, you can still make money but off it. But in though, the UK, um, there are, are there actual individuals who does that? Or is I it think often? you're probably right. I think it's more companies. There might yeah. be some individuals that do it. I guess the thing is, it's going back to that safety aspect again, isn't it? And I think if you've got a company that's reputable, you've got yeah. a business address, like, you know, who pay taxes and stuff and you've got a way of there's like legal um trading agreements isn't there, that they have yeah. to adhere to whereas with individuals you do have to be a little bit more careful and yeah. there's always a risk of you know sending goods out and then they come back damaged or whatever it is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know how it works with deposits I mean I, I'll, I'll be honest I haven't used them myself maybe I should look into it <laughs> yeah I've, no. see, I've seen I've seen it and read about it um it, I think it's a great you know business model actually uh yeah but then again like you said it can run into uh what if you know it gets damaged so now the item the item's damaged and it loses value so Mm. I guess it might be something that you can do in a small community or in a like a local community like I'll lend you my Chanel Uh, handbag for (laughs) two hundred dollars for the night (laughs) Leave me a two hundred dollar deposit, and then right. when you give it back. <laughs> Although to be fair, I don't know how it works with pricing because obviously somebody might just pay a little bit and then run off with it. So you've you've right. got to yes. you've got to. Yes. I'm I'm you know, sure there's a deposit or something. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, it would have to be a huge deposit. Right. <laughs> and then you think about you know um, how people are going to wear it out. Um, are they going to be as careful as you are and stuff yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Oh, do you know what? It's been fabulous. So tell people, Pinky, how how can they get in touch with you if they're interested in learning more from you, in seeing what you're selling, in, I don't know, working with you? How do people get in touch with you? Oh, I'm on Instagram, uh, PinkyChong underscore and also i have a website and it's pinkychongconsulting.com so Perfect. either one of those uh happy to connect with you if you have any questions oh brilliant thank you so much and i'll put all of those in the show notes anyway so i'm just going to kind of summarize i think what we've said because this has been awesome it's opened my mind to like so much stuff and I feel like and especially like you know as the seasons change people yes. like change clothes around there's never a wrong time I guess to to sell goods of, of any variety yeah. but I think sometimes you maybe need to be a bit patient with it so I think the 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 good tips that we got out of that were start small at first so like you kind of get your eye in I guess and like learn how to sell things and write up and entice people with it I guess it's all about marketing really isn't it yes yeah yes um and don't ever leave the platforms that you are buying from if, as a buyer like mm-hmm. and and as a seller don't encourage people to leave a platform and always use a payment platform yes. um so that there is some form of complaints procedure or somebody's got your back basically and then the other thing you said was start small and simple. So like you said, sometimes you can get overwhelmed. Just go for five to 10 items at first, photo them, list them, you know. Do you use ring lights and stuff? I love my ring light. I'm not going to lie. I like, like I said, I like to 
to do things simple. So I do have a ring light, but I don't use them. I actually use natural light. Um, okay. My favorite spot um, in in the house is outside of our home. It's at our front door because there's, you know, it it's where the perfect lighting is coming from you know just natural lighting so that's what that's where I take my my photos I bring my little dining chair and <laughs> put up all my items and yes yeah, so that's that's what I've been doing you know all these years and of course with clothing um I just I usually do it inside our home and my favorite spot is um the doors so just okay hang it hang it on the door and take photos. So as long as you've got good lighting or natural yeah, daylight, good I guess don't do yeah, it in in the evening time. So yeah, yes. Oh, Just so see? It'll show, yeah, it'll showcase the items um, beautifully and clearly. Um, and when you take, for, and I do want to share if, if you don't mind, just no, go for it. tips on, on taking photos. Um, you know, good lighting, natural lighting is better. Uh clear the background as much as possible so you know you can even use the floor or you know the back of the chair or your door so it'll showcase the item itself and also make sure if there's any imperfections um, stains whatever those are the things that you know try not to forget to um, take photos because that way your your buyers would know the actual condition yeah. of the item uh, and this usually prevent you know returns uh, you don't want a surprise buyer so yeah then, oh that's brilliant that's really really good and do you know what I think you should do I think you should have your husband film you doing taking pictures like a behind the scenes like especially <laughs> if it's a crazy one like you're balancing chairs on chairs to get the best light right to, <laughs> to put something on. <laughs> the lengths I go to my art <laughs> right Oh, well, it's been amazing. Thank you ever so much, Pinky. I feel oh. like hopefully like the listeners are now like infused to go and like have a look what's in the, the closets, the drawers, the wardrobes, like start selling online. And obviously, like I said, if you've got anything, the higher priced items, if you actually want to work with Pinky to get the most out of everything, then like look her up and the, the everything will be in the show notes. But thank you ever so much, Pinky. You have oh, been thank a wonderful you guest. So <laughs> much. Thank you. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And as always, any links or anything mentioned will be in the show notes. If you haven't connected with me yet, I'd love to meet you. So come find me on Instagram at Debbie Westwell. Why not slide into my DMs and tell me what you thought of this episode? And if you like what you hear, then please follow me or hit the bell icon, share with somebody like you who would benefit from listening and all positive reviews are greatly appreciated. Thank you for being your wonderful self and I can't wait to chat next time.